Welcome to LocalJobNetwork.com Radio. I'm your host, Courtney Omernick, and you're listening to Mock Interview, where we bring in job seekers and an industry professional and have them conduct a mock interview. At the end of the interview, we'll give the job seeker helpful tips on how to improve their interviewing technique. Today, we have Dan Horton, Dean of the School of Business at Alverno College, and he will be interviewing Maxime Abdusalimov, a student at UW-Whitewater studying to be an accountant. Before we get started, I want to remind our listeners that after the mock interview has been completed, we will reserve some time for Dan to give Maxime some feedback, and I will interject with my own observations. So Dan, whenever you're ready, feel free to start. Good afternoon, Max, and thank you for coming in for this interview. Good afternoon. Thank you for coming. The objective of the time that we have together today is for me to get to know you and your abilities. So during the interview, I'll be taking some notes, so I hope that you won't be distracted. Is that okay? Yes, it's fine. Okay. Thanks. Well, why don't we get started then? I'd like to start in just a, a general um, area and, and let you tell me a little bit about yourself in kind of a narrative form. So maybe you can tell me a little bit about how you came to be here today. Okay. Yeah, I would be more than glad to do so. Well, first of all, I'm an active student, and I'm pursuing a master's degree in accounting and IT management. Uh, up until recently, I was employed by the Wisconsin Innovation Service Center, and I um, provided duties of market analyst. And currently, I am managing the development of school management system. We particularly, my target is universities and their interface. Um, besides passion for accounting and, and, and work, I am um, an active member of various organizations such as National Association of Black Accountants, International Student Association, um, Institute of Management Accountants, and as well as a grant-based entrepreneurial program um, that is in UW-Water, which is called Launchpad. Um, besides um, educational life and, and work style, I, I like to spend my time learning new languages, um, reading about different countries, um, I'm very active in sports, and um, one of my greatest motivations are my parents that push me for success and uh, to achieve higher goals. And, um, well, currently I'm seeking a uh, public accounting internship where um, I can provide them my diversity, um, my work experience, and as well as knowledge. Let's talk a little bit about that work experience, mm -hmm. and can you expand a little bit about some of the things you might have done that are related specifically to accounting in the market analyst role or in any other roles that you've held? Yeah. Uh, in market, when I provided duties of market analyst, I did a, a research, a market research. I had to understand um, what type of uh, industry or business I'm dealing with. Um, it's constant uh, communication. Uh, with client, with industry experts, we it's constant uh, search for new data um, about not only industry but about trends. Um, also, I had an internship uh, in Libertyville, Illinois, where I um, provided I had a finance finance internship, uh, which is more related to financial work rather than market analyst. I would I would uh, assume. However. Um, both of them combined the um, the importance of the information that we provide and how necessary it is to communicate uh, with your manager about the issues, um, as well as communicate with the client. And uh, I guess this would sum up the relate 
the relating part to accounting. Well, certainly communication is an important element for anyone in the accounting field or business. So I think that's a, an excellent example. Okay. Uh, are, are there areas of accounting where you feel more comfortable with at this stage, um, where you feel that you need more experience, um, e- either one? I'm really comfortable. When I took audit, that's when I realized I want to do audit. Um, the tax part, I'm v- what we... What reminded me when I took uh, tax classes were um, my younger dream of becoming a lawyer where you go through, um, uh, what's it called, like regulations and laws and uh, what's um, the exemptions. And that I like, I enjoyed it as well. However, um, after communicating with managers in audit and managers in tax department, I realized that there are more... um, client and more people interaction when you do uh, audit duties. Um, Currently, I just uh, uh, completed the financial statement analysis, and that's where I realized that I'm more into audit because we analyzed financial statements from industry size to strategies of the company, look into their financial statements and broke them into um, simple parts of balance transactions and determine the risk and profitability of the company. And I, that's why I would guess I'm more going toward audit rather than toward tax. Are, are there any industry areas or, or industries that you are more interested in in terms of um, investigating um, audit opportunities? Yeah, I'm interested in automotives and uh, oil and gas industries. Those two industries that um, that I've been following. And uh, actually, I did my financial analysis on Chevron. I asked my professor whether I could do it because I would be more passionate to do it. I would be more interested to do it. And which actually resulted in having two best projects in class. And they even posted it on on the school website to show us a sample to students how to do the Well, project. you certainly got to feel good about having um, been recognized for, for that activity. I'm yeah, sure. it's, it feels amazing. However, there is always, time, uh, there is always room for improvement, and um, I felt happy when I saw it. Sure, I mean, <laughs> sure. Oh, why oil and gas and why automotive? Well, I'm coming from a country of uh, Kazakhstan. We are we oil com- uh, country, and my father, um, we used to own a um, car repair shop. But in, in a, a little bit bigger scale, in terms of we fix cars such as Caterpillar, mining, um, and other type of equipment. So being around it, it always, it, it left a little mark in me. And that's how, and on oil and gas, uh, all my friends, uh, they work for uh, like Tengishivrol Oil, which is the 50-50 uh, merger with uh, United States and Kazakhstan. And by interacting with them, this is how I got interested myself, and I just decided to follow it. Why not? Well, and and whenever we're interested in something and have a passion for it, it's something that, quite frankly, uh, is always more interesting. So, of course. I I applaud you for that. Thank you. Um, Are are there any accounting programs or software that you've worked with in the past um, in your your internships at this stage? Um, During the class time, we learned Peachtree. Mm-hmm. Uh, which sure. is, um, it, I think the program uh, focuses on the small and medium-sized businesses. Right. However, uh, myself for for this uh, launchpad program, uh, entrepreneurial program for school, we had to 
uh, open our own company and I'm using QuickBooks mm -hmm. to record various transactions for, for the company that we created. Um, that's all we have. Unfortunately, school doesn't provide many opportunities to learn other type of software, but I guess they decided not to do it because each company uses. Well, and, and that's it. I mean, every company has their own approach, even yeah. with the software that, that they yeah, use. Right. And so, um, again, you, it's really about lear learning how to learn about the software yeah. because there are so many different softwares yeah, available. Um, in terms of the accounting reports that you've prepared during your schooling, um, are there any that, um, can you describe some that you might have done during the, the past uh, year or so? Yeah, um, just on, up until recently, we have created um, balance sheets, income statement, cash flow statement. Cash flow statement is my new, um, I'm very new to it. I've just learned about it about uh, two months ago. Uh, however, uh, common size balance sheets, common size in, uh, income statements, percentage change balance sheets and income statements. Um, yeah, I haven't had interaction with, uh, with consolidation. However, there is a little bit of time left until semester starts. This is where we can um, learn more about that. Sure. Um, uh, let's go back to your um, work at the Wisconsin Innovation Center, yes. and let's talk about that a little bit. Can you describe an improvement that you introduced as part of your work at the Wisconsin Innovation Center? Yeah, that was uh, – excuse me, I, I would like to understand more questions. Improvement in terms of – my own improvement or in the... An improvement in terms of the process or the information that the Wisconsin Innovation Center was getting from the work that you were doing as opposed to your own personal improvement. Yeah. Well, for example, there was always... Each each project was a separate project and each project was... Today we could talk about um, let's oil and, and gas industry. Tomorrow we could do projects about um, consumer goods, uh, and each time I was coming up to um, to uh, uh, my manager and I was asking questions, I told him that each project I treated as my own, whether I created this product and, and I would like to get as detailed information and as precise project, as precise um, uh, to, to collect the proper information to make me as like uh, – in assumption, uh, an owner of this business, uh, to make a right decision, because this is these are the clients that come to us who are looking for expansion or or looking for a different market, and my decision, my information will um, maybe I, I might mislead them. So I treated each project as my own, as my own business. As I, I would take the responsibility for it, I'll take the risk for it. I remember there was one time when a person didn't agree with me in terms of information that I found, and and I, I I told to my manager that there is passion for what you do, and there is an obsession for what you do, and when you have that obsession, you don't really see, um, you don't really want to c consume that negative information that that goes, and I tried to put it in a most nicer way instead of saying this is wrong. I would put it in question. You should think about that. You should look into that, or like you should look into material that you do your um, that you do your product from. And I believe that was my um, sort of like personal 
input into into the work. Okay. How, how do you stay up to speed on the changing regulations that exist? Because you know that financial accounting standards, both in the United States and in IFRS on an international basis, mm-hmm. they're constantly changing. How do you keep abreast of that? What, what do you do? Well, uh, first, I'm I actually a member, a student member of AICPA, so I get constant emails uh, from them, and um, I, I read uh, accounting journal, and so I, I I trust those two sources as one of my primary sources into changing accounting regulations and try to stay um, as current as possible. And when you say accounting journal, journal of accountancy? Uh, yes, sorry. Okay, no problem at all. Just wanted to clarify. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what other reading do you do? What kind of general reading do you do on, in terms of business? <clears throat> well, like um, every time I, I, I study a subject about something, I would like to have a book that will overview the education that I've received. For example, when I just learned about financial statements. I read a financial statement analysis book. I found it in Barnes and Nobles um, to find and read how those statements connect and relate to to each other. Because we can learn anything in detail about each account. However, not many people remember that. For example, the net cash flow amount is the what's on the balance sheet as cash and cash equivalents for that year. And those type of connections, that's what I needed. Recently, I um, learned more about sustainable and environmental accounting, where I think I, I really like that area now. And I asked my professor to give me a couple more uh, reports uh, of, of his reading to, to read more about it, to understand more what's the, what are the issues of, of, of that and what, where it's heading. And... Um, Actually, I took a, a further step and I emailed uh, to a manager here, KPMG office, uh, Sarah Shempa, um, and I asked her a question, what does she think about sustainable environmental reports, whether she interacted with them and what is it like? Does it help, to her, does it help her to make decision whether the company is good, bad, and, and so forth? Super. Uh, mm-hmm. Great examples of uh, initiative and proactivity. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give an example of a goal that you've reached and tell me how you went about setting it and then in terms of executing and achieving it? Yeah, well, there were many goals up until now. Um, my, You're talking about that I've already achieved, am I right? Yes. Yeah. So one of my goals, since I'm the first generation of, of college student uh, in my family and coming from a different country, um, my my goal was to get into graduate school. I wanted to, don't want to say I wanted to flash that diploma around uh, to show my family, but it was really meaningful to me. And um, since maybe year of uh, when I become a junior, I, I look into uh, the requirements of the of the various schools had, and made sure that um, I, I have not only GPA. Uh, on on the acceptable level, but also my extracurricular activity was uh, um, as high as possible too, and this is where I I was in. Um, I decided to become a student senator. I was a vice president and, and social coordinator of various organizations. Um, I was actually a president of one religion or organization where where we set up a first 
in the school uh, uh, a free dinner. The, the, we, we've communicated, we, we actually had lower balance. So <laughs> even if they wanted to charge us, we will be able to. Um, and, and, how, and GMAT was my last part. I had to take GMAT. I passed it very successfully, got one, was, got pretty um, respectable score. And, and when I got in, and that was my sense of relief, sense of that I've done something, I'm, I'm here, and now my next generation will, will get hopefully somewhere further. That's, I mean, again, it's, it's great that uh, you're doing that and yeah. you've been able to do that. Thank you. Can, can you give me an example, though, on the flip side of a goal where you didn't meet it, where you set a goal, you weren't able to achieve it, and what it was about and, and how you dealt with it, how you handled it? Yeah, there was a, um, a time when I uh, when I wanted after my graduation from uh, bachelor's degree with finance, I wanted to get a job, and um, I was looking for a job everywhere. It was just I, I guess 2010 was maybe a little rough time for finance for for many people for, during yeah. 2010. There's no question about it. Yeah, and 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 to a student like me, um, fresh out of college, was I guess not a lot of trust in their skill in a financial firm they wanted someone ex, ex, someone with experts expertise and 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 uh, experience and i was learning I, I even looked in philadelphia i got a job in philadelphia in penn mutual but my documentation came a little too late and they said i'm sorry we have to have a um an employee on monday and ironically i got my papers on wednesday that must have been incredibly disappointing. That was just, I, I wanted, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I want to go back. However, this is, you have to remember your final goal. You have to remember what you're heading and, and what you want for you, from, you, from your life. And that's what keeps you moving. My parents, as I said, they're my greatest motivation. They, they told me, hey, uh, there are its ups and there are its downs. You have to deal with them maturely. If there is something that where you can improve, improve. If there is something that you have to change, know what you have to change and and leave and go further. Can can you now de- describe a stressful situation that you might have had um, at school, maybe with one of those organizations, and how you handled it? Uh, th- there was actually one stressful situation during my work time as market analyst. Um, my manager and I, we've we've. My manager um, described me the process and what the client was looking for. And when I've spent a reasonable amount of hours uh, preparing the, the, the project and collecting the information, um, I realized that what I was looking for is not what client wants. Um, and I came up back to my manager and she's like, you have to finish it today. And... Then we, we've discussed, we've talked. I was like, it's, it's how did that happen that, that I missed? Maybe I missed something in some other. Why did I go the wrong direction? Apparently, it was just a misunderstanding between my manager and I in terms of communication. Um, she described me exactly that she, she told me again what it was, and I confirmed whether I should go to, in particular to that direction to look for that particular information. After her approval, I've spent again the whole day. Actually, I stayed in the office until 9 p.m. Uh, revising, redoing the project, and I finished it successfully. And so next morning, the client got it. But it was my manager was about to eat me. 
<laughs> All right, guys, it looks like we're almost to the end. If you could ask your final question, Dan. Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, Max, over the past uh, time we've been together, we've mm-hmm. covered a lot of ground. Yes. Um, one thing I, I will always ask is, is there anything that you'd like to share that I didn't ask about? Something that's important for me to know about you that because I didn't ask the right questions, mm-hmm. you weren't able to give the right answer. Is there something that, that I need to know about, about you and your abilities that will help me and help our firm make a decision? Well, um, it's it's very good question um, because each person might think that they are best at, at for a particular job, but there is always there is always that I underline the the character that I underline with me is a hardworking, ready to listen to learn and learn, um, go that extra mile if um, at any time and and passion for accounting that and and the support of my family that push me uh, for success for success that comes up to a result that is professional and within ethical grounds. And I guess I cannot talk more about diversity since I'm already from a different country, but um, my experience comes from um, um, uh, interacting with with various types of cultures where I've actually um, handled 350 students that came over to our university one time for uh, a first international student conference that we did in UWY Water. So, and the passion, stay passionate. That's what uh, my ultimate goal is in career. Great. Thank you very much. Um, Now we're going to get into our observation portion. So, Dan, if you could just talk a little bit about what you think Maxime did well and maybe an area that he could improve on. Well, a couple of things right from the start. I, you made good eye contact right right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, even while I was doing making the notes and my eyes would drift away, you stayed with me. You were expressive in terms of your body language and the use of your hands, which I think emphasized some of the points that you were making. Mm-hmm. In terms of the answers themselves, one of the things that um, I pursue and, and other organizations pursue is something known as behavioral interviewing. Mm-hmm. And basically, we're trying to get you to describe actions that you've already taken in the past because past performance predicts future performance. And there's many companies that use that here in the Milwaukee area, Northwestern Mutual, SC Johnson, Harley-Davidson, Johnson Controls, General Electric, they all use behavioral interviews. Mm -hmm. You gave me a number of what we at SC Johnson used to call stars. I give you a situation and a task and you then talk about the action and the result. I'll give you two quick examples of good stars that you gave to me. One was when you talked about um, how you stayed up to speed on regulations, you talked about doing things extra. What you did is you were proactive. You went out and got another book in addition to the textbook that you were, were mm-hmm. studying. You also talked to your professor. You had the initiative about getting additional readings. And then you emailed the KPMG manager. Again, all excellent um, examples of you mm-hmm. doing that little bit extra that every employer is looking for today mm-hmm. because, quite frankly, they're looking to get an edge on the people that they're competing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end, when I gave you the, uh, the opportunity to talk about um, you know, your skills, you gave me another star, and that is dealing with various cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's one of the things that in the global economy is very, very important today. Yeah. So from that perspective, that was a positive star. Um, there also was, at one point, almost a negative star, and that's when I asked about um, the uh, goal that you didn't handle, 
And you, you said, um, okay, I, I didn't get the job because, uh, you know, it didn't work mm. out. And you said, I'm done. But then you kind of redeemed yourself. You came back and said, but I kept, you know, the final goal in mind. I remembered the final goal um, right up and right down. So from that perspective, I think, you know, that again, uh, you were able to turn that into a, into a positive. So, you know, I, I think all in all, um, you know, you uh, did a, a great job reacting Thank to you. the behavioral interview questions. Thank you very much. Great. Okay. So Dan took a lot of what I was going to say, actually. I had different questions and answers that you had written down here. Mm -hmm. But um, one thing that I definitely had, we'll just start off with maybe the negative or not so negative. Um, Just the only thing that I would say is ums and uhs or just like verbal (laughs) fillers. Just in general, I know that's I've done mock interviews here in the studio, and before I got this position interviewing, I have problems with that. I know a lot of other people have problems with that, but I noticed that throughout the interview, it was less and less, Mm -hmm. and you just kind of pulled back, and you would pause and take a break maybe instead of using that verbal filler, and that's something that a lot of people forget to do, but that's just something, obviously, that you have to do. The next thing that I was going to say is when I think it was question number five, you were talking about how your school didn't provide a certain system that you were that you could learn. So you didn't learn it. But then in question six, you talked about, I believe it was the cash flow statement. And you were really honest in saying that, oh, I don't know that system, but I'm willing to learn more about it. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's something that maybe you could have incorporated into the previous question, saying that your school didn't teach you, but it's something that you want to learn about because you know it's going to be valuable when you go out there and get a job. So that's just one thing. And then another question was, uh, another state, uh, another thing that I found, I guess, was that you just had great examples of, in the third question that he had, even all throughout as to what you've done and you've provided why you liked audit better and just your experience in audit. And just throughout the whole entire interview, you could really tell that you were passionate about everything. And you even listed the example that you grew up with the auto industry. So Mm -hmm. you wanted to get into that. You just you obviously know where you want to go and what you want to do. And that's something that employers really look for. So that was the notes that I had. And with that, we'll wrap up this episode of Mock Interview. Many thanks to Dan Horton from Alverno College and Maxime Abdusalimov from UW-Whitewater. I would like to take this final moment to encourage our listeners to continue listening to localjobnetwork.com radio. If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions, please email us at lgnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Once again, this has been Courtney Omernick for localjobnetwork.com radio, and thank you very much for tuning into today's program.